Hello and welcome to the final episode of Zero Waste Scotland's Towards Zero Christmas podcast. So from wrapping paper to food packaging, cardboard boxes to empty bottles, the festivities around Christmas certainly bring with them an array of waste that requires different modes of disposal. For some people, this process can sometimes become confusing, resulting in waste being thrown away altogether or in worst case scenarios, fly tipped. And as well as being an eyesore, this can have a huge impact on the environment. But thankfully, Zero Waste Scotland works with a number of local authorities to ensure the recycling process is clear, especially at Christmas. And Jenny Fraser, our Consumer Campaigns Manager, is here to share some of our top tips. So, hi Jenny, how are you doing? I'm great, thank you. How's you? I am very good, thank you. Feeling nice and festive with these um, top tips. Uh, and what I'm liking asking everyone up top is, what's your favourite part about the festive season? Oh, I love everything about the festive season. I don't think I could give you one thing. I love it so much that I had my wedding day on the 1st of December so I could have a Christmas tree in my living room on my wedding photo all year round. I love it that much. We had Santa in it and reindeers. I'm I'm a bit of a Christmas fan. <laughs> that is that is definitely commitment to Christmas. That's very impressive. Education. Um, <laughs> it really, really is. And it is a, a time of year, especially in the last couple of years. I think this this Christmas is going to be one that a lot of people have been looking forward to after last year. Obviously, there was a lot of restrictions still in place. So are you going to be able to see, are you going to see family and friends, obviously, with any restrictions that are in place? Or is there any big plans that you're looking forward to? Oh, well, fingers crossed we're all able to travel again. Last year, we had to do Drum and Rocket and back in one day. And I'm from Glasgow. So that was like a four and a half hour round trip. Well, a nine hour round trip. It was horrific with my um, three year old twins, which was quite hardcore. But um, no, hopefully we'll be able to do it in a much more timely manner this year. So spending lots of time with our family up north and obviously having little ones it means that Christmas is is that little bit more magical because we've got all the Santa drama to deal with and reindeers and leaving carrots out. It's just going to be so much fun. I honestly can't wait. Oh, that is definitely the best bit, getting, the, getting your vitamin D with the carrots or vitamin C <laughs> when you're having to eat a bag of carrots the night before Christmas. <laughs> um, but as we all know, everything about Christmas from, you know, the food that we make to the presents and, and everything in between, it can create quite a lot of waste. Um, and recycling is something that we know that people want to do, but it can sometimes be a little bit overwhelming. And at Christmas, there's a, a quite an influx in waste that's produced. So how can we best prepare to recycle this Christmas? What are some of the tips that you think uh, would be really good for people to keep in mind? Well, there's lots of things we can do to make Christmas, which is associated with being a bit more of a wasteful time of year and make it a far more greener time. Um, so the first thing is really getting to know your recycling bins really well. And the best way you can do that is by going on the Zero Waste Scotland Recycling Sorter. And that's on recyclingsorter.scot. And what it is, is it's a great way for you to go in and find out exactly what can go into each of your recycling bins so that you know, come Christmas, when you've got more waste than ever before, that you're recycling absolutely everything possible. There's also sometimes at Christmas time, you end up with things that you wouldn't usually have as often. So mince pie tins, for example, you know the little aluminium ones sometimes you, you don't have them the rest of the year if you go on your web on the recycling sorter you'll be able to see if your local authority can collect them and recycle them rather than them going to landfill that's brilliant yeah definitely I'm not a mince pie person myself but I know that they're certainly big fans out there so that's a really good tip to have um one thing that I am really keen to know personally is fairy lights so 
we've all had that moment where you're spent the last hour untangling your fairy lights, you're, you know, you've had to go up the loft to get everything down or, or had to climb into your cupboard to, to fish out the Christmas tree. You spent ages untangling the fairy lights, you wrap them around your tree, you get to that moment of switching on the, the big reveal and the lights don't work because one of the bulbs have, have given up or they're just being temperamental. How can we keep fairy lights going as long as possible? And then if they have lost their sparkle, how is best to dispose of them? Because it's one that I I'm never really certain of myself. So is there any tips you would give around those? Well, making them last as long as possible, I think is the million dollar question. We also had fairy lights die on us this year. Um, I think literally looking after them as well as you can, wrapping them up nicely the year after and making sure that you're not just kind of scrunching them all in a big ball and sticking them away for the year is a good starting place. But sadly, if they have lost their sparkle and you haven't been able to change the bulbs and replace them and, and get them fixed, then you can still get them recycled so they're not going to waste. Um, and if you take them down your local house household waste recycling centre and you can get all that information on the how to let how to waste list website um, you'll be able to take your fairy lights and any other electrical outdoor Christmas decorations that have perhaps died as well you can take them down there and they'll be wee recycling over there fantastic and you mentioned there that you've got two wee ones um who definitely keep your spirit of Christmas alive <laughs> and I'm sure it's the perfect time of year to to give them some nice gifts which half of the fun is the wrapping paper. We're ripping it to pieces. Um, oh, actually, first question, are you a, a wrapping paper tearer or a, a careful folder? Oh, it depends what the wrapping paper is like. If it's something that's really pretty, then yeah, I'm, I'm definitely more of a, a little delicate person. But if it's just something that I'm not that bothered about, you need to go with the moment and just kind of ramp it all open, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'm definitely a, a wrapping paper ripper. Um, but wrapping paper itself is does cause a, a, a high amount of waste. And we've all sat in a, a pile of it on Christmas morning after everyone has totally went for their presents. Um, is wrapping, like, what, what's your advice around wrapping paper? Should we be buying it? Do we recycle it? What's the kind of the best advice around that? Well, I think you can't really have Christmas without having wrapping paper, can you? As much as I'd love to say, let, let's cut it out completely. I, I don't think that's going to be possible. And I think my two would probably be devastated if they didn't have something to rip open on Christmas morning. Um, however, what you can do is make sure that those wrapping choices are as green as possible. So first thing that you're looking for is wrapping paper that can be recyclable. Now, the easiest way to do that is going for as plain a paper as possible. And when I say plain, I'm not meaning no pretty pictures. I'm meaning no sparkles. I'm meaning no glitter. I'm meaning no um, metallic bolts, for example. And if you keep those off, then you're in a far easier position to recycle it. What you can also do is when you've got your wrapping paper, if you scrunch it up. Now, if you scrunch up a little bit of your wrapping paper and it stays scrunched up in a small ball, then you are totally fine and that can be recycled. However, if it starts to unravel itself and, and kind of unfurl, then you know that it's actually got plastic in it. And sadly, that needs to go in your general waste bin. What we do in our house, though, is I get the kids to work on this one. So we like to get brown paper, which I know can be recycled. And I give the kids some pencils and I get them to colour in wrapping paper for us. The grandparents all love it. Everyone doesn't really get a choice because it's just wrapped in our kind of colouring creations from throughout the year. And it keeps my kids busy. Another thing to do as well is you don't always have to go for the wrapping paper. So um, as much as we use a lot of it in our house, we will also wrap up some of the kids' presents in Christmas pajamas 
pajamas so you get a little extra present hidden inside and you can do the same for adults with um you know a scarf or with some materials so that they can make the most of it and they can get something that can be reused later on also the same with your gift bags and stuff as well the gift bags in our house have been passed around from family to family to family for years um i don't think i've ever had to go out and buy a brand new gift bag if i'm honest so those things can just be reused rather than having to be bought and, and put in general waste you can just keep them going instead i'm totally the same on the gift bag front if anything i i get almost annoyed when people write on the tag oh, like, don't write on the tag we need to pass this along <laughs> you'll be getting this bag back in in a year's time <laughs> exactly <laughs> um, and i love the idea of wrapping gifts within gifts it's that literal gift that keeps on giving so i think those are really some fantastic tips and obviously another thing that we tend to always end up um having as waste at christmas is cardboard boxes which you know again for some uh, kids and also pets usually ends up being the, the the toy itself um but with um reduced bin pickups and and, and maybe some queues around recycling centers often they can actually clog up uh wheelie bins so is there any advice on how to just make sure that you know the streets don't end up littered with cardboard boxes here there and everywhere you've touched on a really good point there so yes some people might have some reduced frequency collections during the the holiday period so the best thing you can do first of all is go on your local authority website and find out if your collection day is going to be altered and if you need to put your bin out on a different day so that's the first thing so that you can actually get your recycling and your waste taken away the second thing is making sure that you're flattening your cardboard so it's easy to think oh it's just a shoe box i'll just chuck it in there but actually the big thing that's in there is air rather than actual cardboard so if you flatten it down get it as compact as possible and pop it in you're going to have more space let's face it our cardboard bins are usually quite full due to um, working from home and lots of deliveries etc at christmas it's going to be a lot busier and a lot fuller so make the most of that space crush it down flatten it where possible and um, make sure that you've you've got enough space to keep you going also being aware that you can take extra materials down your local household waste recycling centre and a lot of this will have community recycling points at supermarkets so if you've got a little bit too much you can always take it up there or just put it in your garage until your bin is a little bit emptier later on in the year so that you can use it or as you say use it as a nice cat toy or a little fort that your children can make instead as you say the boxes are usually half the activity themselves and they can always be turned into crafts certainly in our house the wrapping paper tubes in our house are always the favourite. We love to roll everything down it. I don't think I've really been able to get rid of any of ours. We've just got a mess <laughs> I love that. And also sometimes flattening cardboard itself can be a fun game. You know, you just yeah. <laughs> everyone hold hands and jump up and down as much as possible. So it definitely <laughs> is uh, fun for all the family. And what about the the gifts themselves? We've talked about the, the wrapping, the packaging, um, but gifts can come with different things that cause waste as well. You know, it could be either needs to be plugged in and sometimes the plugs go also can be battery operated and these can these can cause waste and um, so do you have any tips around that as well Jenny? Yeah so Christmas time it is um, a batteries heaven I suppose because pretty much most of the kids toys all seem not to come with batteries included so it's it's lots of trips to buy batteries. Now the first thing I'd recommend is buying rechargeable batteries. It's going to save you a fortune in the long run and also it means that the batteries aren't having to go to waste afterwards so rechargeable is the first option however if you can't go for that and you'd rather go for the regular batteries itself I know some products you can't use the rechargeable ones 
ones, then making sure that once the batteries have come to the end of their life, making sure that you're taking them for recycling. Now, every single shop where you can purchase a battery will have battery recycling. It might be behind the counter, you might have to ask for it, or in some supermarkets, it's like a big plastic tube at the front of the store. So just keep your eyes peeled and make sure that those batteries can be recycled rather than going to waste. Because sadly, if they do go to waste, it can be extremely dangerous for the bin crews who are taking them away and also to wildlife when um, the chemicals seep out of them. So it's really a no brainer to make sure you either recycle them or even better, going for rechargeable. Well, these have been absolutely fantastic and, and really useful tips. Certainly for myself, there's there's a lot that you've given us there, Jenny, that um, is such small but simple ways that we can reduce our, our waste at Christmas. Is there any other tips that you want to share just before we wrap up? Pun unintended. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to drop a few little puns in You've there. Of course you do. <laughs> um, yeah, well, there is a couple of um, last things. So I haven't touched on your food waste recycling bin. So obviously Christmas, it's a time for eating, drinking and being merry. So it's making sure that your food waste bin can get a part of the fun as well. So it's remembering that all those nutshells that you're having, the turkey carcasses, um, any extra sprouts that haven't really been eaten or haven't been able to be used in another meal those can all go in there as well as your tea bags and your coffee grounds and they can be recycled and turned into power for your homes and fertilizer for our farmers fields to make the sprouts for next year so it's really important to make the most of that food waste collection bin and finally as much as we're and the run up to Christmas, just to remind everyone that after Christmas, if you've got that Christmas tree that's coming back down and you've gone for a real one, then making sure you're looking out for your Christmas tree recycling scheme within your local authority. Usually they'll use a special collection and they'll let you know on your website. Um, so have a look on the website, find out when it is and make sure that that Christmas tree can be recycled into compost rather than being fly tipped or sent to landfill so that it can come back as Christmas trees in the future. <laughs> fantastic that all sounds brilliant thank you so much um for taking the time to chat today jenny and i'm really looking forward to your christmas because it sounds like it's your favorite time of the year so i hope that you have a, a brilliant one <laughs> thank you very much it definitely is you have a merry christmas as well well we hope you've enjoyed this mini podcast series and found something useful in our conversations we all have a part to play in limiting our carbon footprint and the aim of this series was to show you that you don't have to overhaul your Christmas to be that bit greener. Small, simple steps can truly save the world. Tis the season after all. 